0: I'm speaking to Roshini Vikramasingha, the consultant researcher on the report titled Saving Sunil, a study of hate speech surrounding a Facebook page dedicated to Sergeant Sunil Ratnayaka. Can you uh, speak on the timeliness of this report uh, in relation to other events unfolding around um, this period?
1: The report Saving Sunil itself addresses online hate speech, which, as you know, occurs almost on a daily basis if one were to browse the Sri Lankan social media discourses. Having said that, the subject of the Facebook page used for this study, or the backdrop, is the conviction of a soldier by the High Court in June t- 2000, sorry 2015 for the killing of civilians in Mirosul in the year 2000, and uh, the death sentence that was handed down to him. In that context, two events which occurred in early October speak directly to this issue. Firstly, the UNHCR resolution on Sri Lanka adopted on the 1st of October, uh, which proposes a domestic judicial mechanism to address allegations of human rights abuses during the war, uh, which was also cons- co-sponsored by Sri Lanka. Secondly, there was a conviction of four soldiers, also in early October, for the rape of two women in Biswamadu in 2010. The need for any mechanism with domestic or international to deal with such allegations of excesses during the war and the authenticity of such accusations are central to the contents posted on the sweeping Sunil page. However, let me reiterate that the purpose of this report is to explore the growth and nature of hate speech found on social media and not to weigh on the judgement against Sunil Ratnayaka.
0: Um, You mentioned in the report how it went from its original purpose of uh, being in support of the soldier to a political platform during the time of the parliamentary general election. Could you elaborate on that, please?
1: Yes. The trajectory of the Saving Sunil page is not dissimilar to most hate speech receptacles found on social media, where a page is set up with a specific declared purpose and then adopts a different cause. The official FB page dedicated to Saving Sergeant Sunil Naika, which was the subject of this study, was set up on the eve of his conviction on 25th June 2015. And it attracted over 11,000 likes within the first 48 hours of it being set up and hundreds of comments in support of his release. The campaign period for the 2015 general election saw so the FB page set up to save Sergeant Sunil trans- transformed into a platform for partisan politics supporting the Rajapaksa campaign. If you look at the report out of 31 posts by the administrator during the period of this study, uh, only 11 posts dealt directly with the cause of S- Sergeant Sunil Ratnayake, with no political reference. In comparison, there were 17 posts as well as hundreds of comments targeting the United National Party, the pr- Prime Minister Ranil Vikramasinghe and President Sirisena. Uh, very notable is the high volume of shocking, high volume and shocking nature of hate speech content found in both posts and comments.
0: Um, it mentions that there were several like-minded groups interacting with this group on Facebook. Could you tell us maybe about the implications of having so many of these groups on Facebook in the Sri Lankan cybersphere?
1: Yes, uh, that again is a common phenomenon if you look at uh, social media sites on uh, the web. Uh, And the nature of hate speech found in the Saving Sunil page mirrors hate speech found in other like-minded Facebook groups, and this is also evident in cross-posting of content. Social media such as Facebook groups create virtual communities who share common interests. And there is a danger of such groups becoming echo chambers where an inkling of hate is quickly amplified into something larger by feeding group members information which reinforces that initial thought. We see the territorial mentality of these group members where outsiders or those who disagree or challenge the ethos of the group are targeted with hate speech and made to feel unwelcome. Also, 41% of Sri Lanka's Facebook users are between the ages of 18 to 24, according to researchers, and these groups, group members are largely youth, who are more likely to real, rely on social media as a source of news and information, as opposed to accessing more traditional media, such as newspapers. And as a result, group members may be less likely to be exposed to or accept views contrary to their own, therefore becoming fertile breeding grounds for hate speech driven by the fear of the outsider or the unfamiliar.
0: Towards the end of the report, you mentioned that hate speech is generated in waves and that quickly die out after an event. could, is it possible to identify what is what keeps it from being a sustained phenomenon? Uh,
1: yes, in this particular instance what we noticed was uh, something which is relevant to uh, the kind of uh, social context of Sri Lanka since January uh, 2015. Um, the post-January 8th government adopted a tough stance against radical groups, initiating communal and dis- religious disharmony. And there is a noticeable absence of such rhetoric being relayed our traditional media. And the visible visibility and the activities of such groups on the ground too have diminished. Online hate speech recept- receptacles such as the Saving Sunil Facebook page On the other hand still exist and will continue to mushroom on the Sri Lankan social media fabric but they don't sustain uh, high volumes of uh, membership or likes for a long period of time and uh, in a political and social context which affords less space for impunity and hate they are less likely to thrive long term or have any significant grip on society at large